Yeah, it's, it's the cross. Jesus went to that cross and he took the stripes and he took the nails and he, he bore all those things for us. Three days later, up from the grave, he arose. Three days later, he rose as King of Kings and as Lord of Lords. All right, all right. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of Cross Choke, a TFL podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Anderson. I'm joined by the lustrious Dakota Ritan. I don't know what lustrious means, I think but... I probably said it wrong. But lustrious? I'm here. I'm going to ask Siri. What is it? Let's see. Define lustrious. Lustrous means having luster, shining. Yeah, dude, that's you. Oh, you're just, well... Oh, you're just shining. <laughs> good morning, Zach. Good morning, lustrious boy. Not to be confused with other words. I don't think we should use that word. It's it's doesn't sound pleasing. I mean, you're shining, bro. Well, Just because it's you. not a satisfying sounding word doesn't mean it's not a good word to use. The reason I'm shining is I haven't spent a lot of time outside. And so when there's any light on my body, it just reflects <laughs> like a mirror. <laughs> like like a what? Like a, a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so Dakota has this like weird pet peeve about people saying mirror it's true instead of mirror americans say mirror like a meerkat but that's like it's weird you sound weird if you go oh hey my reflection in the mirror i sound like an old time 1600s like british man would you take a look in the mirror (laughs) (laughs) how would you know you're a grown man oh man all right, so yeah, yeah, that's one of my pet peeves. Oh, speaking of which, you know, what are we doing this podcast? Bro, today we're just going to, I'm going to dig your brain, bro. What? You're going to dig my brain. <laughs> Pick your brain. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so anyhow, today we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, what we're going to do is talk about each other. Uh, kind of take some time and learn about you, learn about me. Uh, just in case, so, so if some of our community doesn't know who we are, figured it'd be a good idea just to take some time and just have a conversation with each other, chatting about who we are, what we do, what we want to do, some of your tics, you sure. know, what, what some of your pet peeves like mirror. Maybe how I think or how you think differently about certain things. Yeah, and that'll, that'll introduce a new segment called Ooh, 50-50. Yeah. And if you haven't noticed, we intentionally made almost all of our segments based around jujitsu moves, positions, chokes, or just lingo in general. Um, really, just to kind of connect and, and make sure you know what what we stand for and what we're about. Um, so yeah, you know, just getting to know you. Uh, how was your How was your week, dude? It was good. It was a really busy week. Uh, of course, we're opening a new academy right now, Imperial BJJ in Butte, Montana. So we've we're scheduled originally. I was hoping we'd be open in September, but we've hit quite a few delays, and it's now almost mid-November, that's which okay. is yeah, that's yeah, kind of expected, definitely. So, but that's been a good journey. So we got a lot of stuff done on the new academy. We have a ton of reservations, uh, renovations, not reservations. I was thinking you had people just okay. On so a list so ready to <laughs> join. We do it. Okay, that's true as well. Um, if you didn't know about this, I work at a Mexican restaurant, and I've worked there for like fourteen years. And so, like, I'm the host, and so reservations are always on my mind. (laughs) (laughs) There's on the back of my head. But anyways, renovations. Uh, We bought a building that was my grandpa's old building, 
and it was an old body shop, Quonset Hut style building, and it was just the rundown old building. But I didn't know it would be this much work. So sure. But anyhow, it's coming along. That's been a big part this week, and also I'm a little cold right now. Oh, me too. We're in Dakota's office, and we turned the heater off because it was loud. Very loud. And our mics were picking it up like like a how hurricane. Cold, how cold do you think it is in here? Oh, 10 below. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's not that cold. It's probably like 60, 55 maybe. It probably is like 60. Yeah. Like, it's but like I mean it's a cold sixty. Six, oh no, sixty doubt. degrees. I'd have flip flops and shorts. There's on. a wind chill in here. Yeah, winter weather advisories in your <laughs> office. Dakota's a yeti because he had he turned it off intentionally at first because he just, was warm. Well, I had just ran. You ran here. I'm from the church. <laughs> I've never seen you run. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. I don't think I've ever seen you run. Let's go. Let's go outside right now. All right, let's let's <laughs> dude. I'll, I'll race you to Dairy Queen. <laughs> How was your week, bro? Um, my week was good. Uh, my work weeks can get really busy, so I like to after work spend a lot of time with my family. Nice, and I know you got your wife and little Nora. Yeah, little Nora. Nora. Little Nora. She's she, she's a star. She is six months old now. Man. And she is all over the place. Is she crawling yet? Almost. She's so close. She will do this thing where she'll dive headfirst into things. <laughs> Me it's, too. <laughs> it's it's perfect. It, it you know. Uh, well, let's get things started with the can opener. So if you didn't know, the can opener Dakota is a jujitsu move that kind of like uh, the guy in guard on top. I'm sure you could hit it from other positions, but it's weird if you do. But the guy on top, like, takes your head, like, kind of like a Muay Thai clinch style, like a full Nelson, but without the arms, just takes your head, and, like, starts bending it into his chest and, like, kind of doubles you over. And we laugh about it because if you ever get submitted by a can opener, just don't come back. Oh, wow. Because yeah. it, it shouldn't hurt your body. So if you keep your legs hooked around the person in your guard as they're trying to do a can opener, all you have to do is release your legs. Oh. And that pressure comes off. It's kind of like that illustration with the monkey getting oh, yeah. the food out of the... Out of, the like, the jug. Yeah. You know, the banana. It's like, yeah. all you have to do is let go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they'll, like, But sometimes kill guys who it. are guard players are, like, super stubborn with people in their guard and won't, like, release. Mm. And if they release their, their the grips of their legs, they release and uh, their knees go go, like, really limp. And then the person passes guard. But if you release your legs, keep your knee pinch, you still have guard, and they don't have that submission. Okay. So, anyhow, so if you get submitted by a can opener, you know where the door is, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But really. But anyways, Cross Choke is a TFL Ministries podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, as well as Google Play. If you want to be a part of the show, please visit us at tflministries.com forward slash podcast. Uh, submit your suggestions and questions for segments, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, which is another great way to be a part of the show. Uh, Dakota is at South for a Day, and I am at Ando Butte. Dakota. Yeah. Last week's episode... Uh, I think went really well. We had a, some good feedback from the community. Yeah. Uh, the response was was really positive. 
and just want to thank everybody who gave us feedback, let us know they were listening, uh, what platform they were listening on. Of course, we could kind of research that through um, our host and such. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for supporting our first episode. And, yeah, you guys are more than welcome to continue to kind of give us feedback, what you think. And, yeah, we just really want this to be community-driven um, and not just about you and me because we're pretty boring guys, if you were to ask me. <laughs> Last week we got a lot of incredible feedback. One from our friend Isaiah, who we like to go, uh, we like to call him Zay Zay. Uh, he said, um, just to follow up on last week's episode, um, Kanye, one of Kanye's album is pronounced yay and not ye. And I was pronouncing it ye like, like crazy. And we probably sounded like a couple of old white dudes. You ever listen to that album, <laughs> ye from Kanye? <laughs> Yeehaw. You know, and it makes sense. His name is Kanye. I never put that together. Me either. And how often do you ever talk about stuff like that? Like, I just read it. I'm sure I'm sure I pronounce so many words wrong in my head sure. when I'm reading than like Sure. I know. You know what else it is? If you had an album the same way and it was Zachary, you'd be re. So that's probably it too. Oh. Good point. Like if you had one that was Dakota, you would be Coda. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but people wouldn't read it that way or something. Kota. Oh. So, so yeah, that's one thing. Uh so thank you for that feedback. Yes. Isaiah. Yeah, absolutely. So then also, here's this, Dakota. According to Fox News, just to follow up on our Kanye special last week, according to Fox News, as of November 1st, Kanye's album, Jesus is King, was crowned number one on the charts and also managed to land every song on the Hot 100, every song on the album. Kanye has broke a personal record with his biggest streaming week and topping the Christian and gospel album charts in his faith-based debut. Just like we said. Dude. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah, pretty cool. Anything that Kanye releases, going straight to the top 100. Yeah, but every song. I want, I, I don't know what the like statistic is, if, if, if any other artists have done that, with every song on their album on the top 100. I'm sure it's close. I'm sure sometimes. it's been done before. Yeah. I'm but, not sure either. And either way, that's that seems like an awesome accomplishment. Oh, no doubt. I, that's not something I've done before. <laughs> not even close. You're on my hot 100. I'm on the hot 1 billion. Oh, close yeah. Close to the end. Well, I'm on the hot 7 billion because I think there's like <laughs> 7.6 billion people. So That's a good odds. Yeah. The other 600 million. Ah, I'm ahead of them. Also, a new wave of revivals being reported. Kanye West has been traveling across the country holding these gospel services uh, that he calls Sunday service. Of course, he had one in Cody, Wyoming just a few weeks ago. And I had a lot of friends actually go to that because it's so close to where we're located. And the feedback they gave was just incredible about it was not what they expected. And there was a huge crowd, which was also unexpected. And uh, he's been doing a lot of cool ministry things through this. In fact, a pastor named Curvine Brewington was at the service uh, recently on Friday in Lafayette, Louisiana. And he had this to say about it. Tonight, worship was lifted. The name of Christ was exalted. The word of God was preached. A multitude prayed together. The gospel was clearly proclaimed and an opportunity to respond was given. In a crowd of 6,000, um, people from all walks of life, all ages, and all races, I witnessed over 1,000 people respond to the gospel by raising their hands to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Nice. And you can read the rest of the article um, on theblaze.com. But, dude, how awesome is that? So awesome. Because I saw it popping up on my Facebook feed, like, thousand give their lives to Christ and a right. picture of Kanye. And I was like, no way, man. So 
Just thought we'd follow that up. You know, yep. we talked a lot about last week. We'll see what the fruit of Kanye's ministry yeah. is. And with the influence he has, he's using it well. He's stewarding influence well. And I think mm-hmm. we could all learn from that. You know, regardless of what your history is, no matter where you've been, God has a purpose for your life. And no matter where you're at, you have a platform. Maybe you're not a Kanye West on a stage in front of 6,000 people. Sure. You know, but wherever you're at, like, you have people in your life that you can influence for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's a 1,000 or one, it's worth – people are worth our our, our efforts and our time. Yep. And and so often we get stuck in this me, what was me, my past. And Mm -hmm. we get so introverted and introspective that we don't reach out and so – um, maybe we could learn that from Kanye a little bit. Yeah. You know, use your platform, use your story, share what Jesus has done. And, and the rest is in God's hands. You know, this isn't Kanye saving people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same God that we have. Yep. And he's just using his platform. So go Absolutely. Kanye. Yeah. And finally, uh, just a reminder, if you don't have a Bible, please visit abs.bible slash Kanye and fill out a form with your name, email, and mailing address. And Bibles will be shipped to you for free. Yeah, just wanted to plug that back in there. If you don't have a Bible, make sure you go go get one. Yeah, Get absolutely. yourself a Bible. Yee. Yee. <laughs> All right, Dakota, here comes the bread and butter of the show. Are you ready? I'm ready. Dakota and Zach. <laughs> I'm excited about this. The hype is unreal. Bro, like, like we should have sold tickets to this. <laughs> $50 a pop. So just a reminder, we were interviewing each other as it helped the Cross Choke community get to know us a bit better. Uh, we have prepared some questions for each other, asked the community for their questions as well. Basically, I did. I cheated. Um, and, yeah, basically, we're just going to chat. We're going to get to know each other a little bit. Uh, so Dakota found this kind of jujitsu personality test. And let and, me give you some background yeah. on this. Yeah, let's go. There are not – I figured it's 2019. There should be a personality test for everything. And there is. But this is very much so not for Zach and I, I would say. It is for BJJ, but it is what I believe for women fighters. But we're going to take it anyway and, and see where we <laughs> land on this test. So we can, we can leave a, a description of what? A link. Yeah, we'll leave a this. link. And you could go check it out, see what your personality would be. If uh, I, I'm not even, I haven't even looked at it. So Dakota's. I've Dakota's barely research. looked at it. Okay, so Because be I want it to be an authentic answer for me, too. So we have a blog on tflministries.com. Haven't posted on it for a long time, so I should get on that. But anyhow, what I was thinking is we should develop our own or like have the community develop one or something. That is and a post phenomenal it. idea. And so, yeah. If, if you're a blogger and want a place to blog, submit some blogs to us. Absolutely. I love to write, but I just don't ever write. Well, I, I do. What? I write in my own journals, and, like, I have to journal. Like, so if I'm, if I'm doing Bible study, stuff like that, taking notes, I have to take notes. Like, that's where I learn. Um, but oftentimes, I just don't ever get to type it out or, like, you know, get to that step in my life. And mm-hmm. so, anyhow, if you'd like some more traffic on our blog spot, Write a blog and send it over. Email fightlifeministries at gmail.com. There you go. Okay, Dakota, let's uh, let's let's get this thing wrapped up. I'm flipping through a notebook as the oh, oh my goodness. I can hear I feel that like really I feel loud. like I feel like Dakota. 
He showed me his notebook <laughs> that he's been writing in for like four years. Guys, I am a, I'm a type B. I am very much not organized on purpose. To me, it's too, unorganized. too restricting. Yeah, exactly. Where's the creative flow in that? All right, so Dakota, Zach. All right, bro. So let's start with question one. You go ahead and read it. Um, give the options. I'll read question two. Give the options. We'll both answer. And then at the end, uh, however many, right, it works like however many, like, C's we picked or exactly. whatever will tell us what personality yep. we're at at the end. So why don't you go ahead and do question number one? Okay. So here we go. Number one. Uh, ready to begin. Let's see where you stack up. So number one, choose a gi. And so it has a couple pictures here. A is like some guy doing a, a kata thing, which is like you can't tap this. Um, B, I don't train in a gi. There are no gis on the streets. And, but she writes screets. I think that's a typo. <laughs> I hope it's a typo. Um, C is some guy that's gi is like really short, which wouldn't be IBJJF legal. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So he's like he's like a cheater. Okay. D, oh, okay. I yeah, get, yeah, exactly. I get it. D, I left my gi at home. I can't train today. E is some, like, yoked-out guy with no rash guard. You know, if I, was to, hanging out. if I was to pick one for you, probably be that one. <laughs> Are we going to pick for each other? No. <laughs> That'd be great, but no. No, I wear a rash guard. And then F is that guy from The Office. Dwight. Okay, if you didn't know, I've never seen an episode of The Office. And in he's in life. a gi, but... I remember... He's, like, doing karate. He is doing karate. Do they wear gis in karate? Yeah, but they're not the same. Oh, okay. The geese in Brazilian jiu-jitsu are, like, really tough because you grab them and, like, you don't want them to tear. Right. Um, and The then, karate ones are pretty thin? Or? Dude, there's so many options. I thought it was A, B, C, or D. But we're on G. Okay, G is... It goes is... down to W. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How many questions is this? 32. And then G is, like, that dirty, stinky gee from the guy who only has one gee and, and he washes never it once washes a week. It. It's probably a luck thing. Yeah, exactly. If so, I wash this, I'll lose my next roll. A lot of people, there's a superstition about that, about your belt. If you wash your belt, you lose all your experience. I wash my belt all the time. No wonder I stink. <laughs> no, actually, That's I just... the opposite effect. So I've had a purple belt for, I don't know, six... How, what year is it? 2019? Yeah. What year did I get my belt? My purple? 2015-ish, maybe? It was before um, I traveled. So I think about... F it'll be going on five years. But I think I've washed my purple belt f four times. Over that, that course. Because it gets wow. super sweaty. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and, and you just don't want staph infection, stuff like that. And so um, I, I actually just watched, washed it this week. The more sweat, uh, the harder it is for your opponent to pull it off. I think it's a strategy. All right. All right. Well, let, let's roll and we'll find okay, out. Okay. So I picked my answer. Oh, dude. Okay. I'm going to pick mine. Uh, I hope you pick E. The just yoked guy. Yeah. That's... He kind of looks like um, our good friend Alex Sexton, to be honest. The Dark Knight himself. All right, question two. Question two, choose a song. A, Tupac, hit him up. B, the walkout song for the cage fight I've been playing for years. C, DJ Khaled, all I do is win. D, Bruno Mars, the lazy song. E, right said Fred, I'm too sexy. F, Nicki Minaj, I am your leader, and G, Leonard Skinner, ew, that smell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to pick one. Oh, yeah. There's just a cream of the cop. What? Cream, cream of the <laughs> cop. 
That's gross. When I when I go to fight a, find a fight song, those are the those are my top six. All right, here we go. Number three, if your training partner could describe you in one adjective, it would be a mouthy, b douchey. <laughs> Why am I allowed to say that? <laughs> um, C competitive, D whiny, E hot, F helpful ish, G smelly. Hmm. What I love about this Dakota is you don't train. <laughs> this is gonna be what great. would my training partner describe me as? All right. I have my answer. Same. Okay, no, question number four. How do you react when you get tapped? A, run my mouth and bait him to do it again. I got something for him next time. B, punch a wall, then ice my hand. <laughs> That's Zach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> C, think about what the Mendez brothers would have done differently. WWMBD. <laughs> oh, there we go. D, no, it's only because he's bigger, stronger, faster, and more flexible than me. E, worry that my gorgeous face is now covered in ghee burn. I didn't know that was a term. Oh, yeah. Dude, I have some right here. Oh. You see it? It's, like, permanent. No, that's my scar. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's permanent. But try to get rid of it for years. And then F. Uh, teach my training partner how she could have tapped me better. Like I said, this is for, I think it's for women. Yeah, with the background being flowers. And G, fart on her. What? <laughs> Who wrote this? That happens involuntary sometimes. Involuntarily. Wow, what a big word that is. So how do you react when you get right. tapped? Um, my, my actual answer isn't on here. Uh, all right, I got it. All right, number five. What is your training pet peeve? Uh, rules that prohibit taking... Oh, what? Rules that prohibit talking during instruction time. B, sporty rules. C, people who roll for illegal moves in practice. D, to be honest, I haven't trained in a while. E, Matt hair. That's a bad one. F, people who don't listen when I'm trying to help them. And G, idiots who try to make me wash my belt. <laughs> we were just talking about <laughs> Also, uh, I think you really have to worry about Matt hair on Zach. Oh, dude, it's the like I'll be rolling, bro, and like you just got this this piece of hair ripped into your mouth guard, and you're like, as you're rolling, you're like trying to get it out with your fingers. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's disturbing. Yeah, you kind of get over it when somebody's trying to choke you. All right, I got my answer. All right, same. Question six: How do you spend your free time online? Blogging or talking smack to my training partners. B, watching street fights on YouTube. C, watching BJJ tournament highlight compilations. D, emailing my instructor to explain why I haven't been at class this week. E, shopping for a cute new rashy. Explain this for me. <laughs> rash card. Oh, okay. yeah, cute. I've never, I've never heard it re- referred to as a rashy. <laughs> that sounds like something you, that little Nora has. <laughs> Okay, F, sending words of encouragement and helpful hints to those who need it. And G, I can't find my computer right now. It might be buried under my pile of dirty dishes and laundry. What? Hmm. All right, so free time online. All right, I got it. Number seven, 
What is your training motto? A, talk big to roll big. B, stand and bang. C, a win by advantages is still a win. D, I'm doing, or sorry, D, I'm going to start training again next week. E, stay pretty and always protect your face. F, I'm the assistant to the instructor. G, get as much use out of, out of my geese between loads of laundry as possible. Hmm. Dude, I, I think stay pretty and always protect your face <laughs> is my motto. All right. Question number eight is, what do you do when you are stuck in a disadvantageous position? A, talk smack to bait him to move on. B, curse, panic, and spaz out. This world, this would be death on the, on the streets. I, she I, says that again. That's not a This is kind of, this is written a little weird, but we're making the most of it. C, scold myself for losing tournament points. D, remind my training partner of my bad wrist, knee, shoulder, <laughs> neck, pinky toe. E, trust my raw magnetism to get me out. F, show my training partner how she can set up a submission from there. Or G, wait for him to give me space voluntarily due to my offensive odor. Mm. I'm kind of getting a feeling you do not want to be letter G, Zach. You know, sometimes it works. I'm kind of getting a feeling I don't want to be any of these no. letters. Oh, man. But again, you got to pick one. Mm. All right. Got it. Question number nine. Choose a going out outfit. And I don't think we have to explain these. I think you know people can get an image from the past questions. Yeah. I don't even know what that's asking me. Oh. Alright. I'm gonna choose the one with women's clothes. <laughs> yeah. Which Dakota, are all of them. <laughs> Dakota wears women's clothes all the time when he when he gets out of the house. Alright, so <laughs> thanks. Um Let's read these results because maybe uh, you guys listening took this same test along with us, and uh, now you can hear your results. So if you got mostly A's, you're a mouthy grappler. If you got mostly B's, you're a tough guy wannabe. If you got mostly C's, you're a sporty grappler. If you got mostly D's, you are an excuse generator. If you got mostly E's, you are a good-looking grappler. If you got mostly F's, you are a self-appointed assistant to the instructor. And if you got mostly G's, you are a stinky grappler. All right, what did you get? I got mostly D's, which is an excuse generator. Oh. That's, I'm not going to lie, that sounds pretty <laughs> accurate for someone who doesn't fight. So there are a million reasons not to train, and you have a dozen, you have a dozen on hand at any given moment. That sounds perfect. <laughs> All right, so usually when I take personality quizzes, I get, like, two really high ones that are, like, almost the same. But this one, it's pretty pretty conclusive. But does that mean they did a, a really good job at making this personality um, test? We can make a better one, but this is pretty good. Okay, so I got F, which is a self-appointed assistant to the instructor. Like Dwight. No one in the gym will ever be as helpful as you think you are. <laughs> That's so perfect. You are so helpful, though. I, I hope I don't come off like that, but I, I am the assistant to the instructor, but I don't think it was self-appointed. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. it was kind of it was kind of by default. 
That's so awesome. Yeah, this, this is pretty accurate. This is pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Good job finding that. Oh, thanks. You know, like I said, there's a quiz out there for everything, but... This was a tough one to find, though. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I'm glad, I'm glad this lady made this Yeah, this thank quiz. you. Thank you, whoever made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dakota. So hopefully we got to know each other a little bit about... Uh, a little bit more about each other here. Honestly, um, I... I think we already but knew what those I was going to say is I already knew that about you. <laughs> and I'm not as helpful as I think I am. So, whatever. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead into the this next part of just kind of chatting back and forth. Um kind of to learn a little bit more about you, learn a little bit about me. Uh so what I what I thought, I have I have some funny questions, I have some kind of serious questions, I have like off the wall weird ones that'll be kind of fun to get to know you a little bit better sure. too. So what I was thinking is maybe we could kind of go like back and forth or maybe, um, I don't know if you have Spitfire ones. I organized mine. I know you didn't organize your questions, but how do you know that? <laughs> Who told you that? Um, it was, it was the excuses, bro. Oh, dang. Personality <laughs> test gave me away. <laughs> so, but I'm trying to be really helpful and I think I'm going to be, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyhow. So I'm going to give you three Spitfire questions right away. Okay. So so try not to think too hard. Okay. These are just going to be fast. These warm me up. Okay, here we go. Socks with sandals. No. Pineapple on pizza. Yes. Ketchup on mac and cheese. Ew. No, never. Here's a bonus. Thick or thin crust. Depends on the pizza, but just Spitfire, thick. Lion. With two C's. <laughs> Two C's on that one, huh? That's right. Lion or Finca? To choose or to be against? Either or. Finca. If you didn't know that one, that was a Rainbow Six Siege question. I've got some of those questions in my phone, too. <laughs> so, uh, Dakota and I sometimes play, not uh, not sometimes, you usually play it all the time, is uh, Rainbow Six Siege on PlayStation 4. Yeah, it's we, a good pastime. Yeah, it's our, it's our fun little uh, thing to do to end the night. So... There's my Spitfires. Okay. Let's 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 hit you up with some questions. Uh, they're not really Spitfire yes or no's, but I've got some to kind of open it up. You so, do whatever you want. I'm ready. Right, so let's just let's start with favorite Rainbow Six operator. <laughs> okay, I would say Mozzie. Okay. No, no, that's no, no, kidding. I always say that. Maverick. Okay, okay. Maverick for sure. If you were an animal, what would you be? Eagle. Nice. <laughs> What's the worst you've ever been physically hurt? Ooh, when I sprained my ankle. Which was, ankle? It was okay. I've sprained both of them, but it was it. Most of my injuries aren't from training or like from somebody else. They're like stupid things, you know, like rolling my ankle as stepping off a treadmill. That's training, but not like on the mats. You know, sure. it's not like somebody else did that to me. Yeah. But what I was doing, I was doing like these supersets. So I was doing like squat presses. And then running like 500 meters. Okay. And I would go back and forth. And so I got excited because I was just cruising. And I stepped off the treadmill, rolled my ankle. And I was like, oh, you know, it was, it was pretty bad. I've never done it before like that. And so then I go down the stairs. It was at the YMCA. So I go down the stairs. I look at my ankle again. And it looks like a, a balloon Ugh. was like taped to my ankle. It just was fat. And what color was your ankle? It was starting to get like a real like blueberry blue. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, so that's the worst pain. And that was like three weeks before a, a fight, and I had to drop out of the fight. I've oh. only had to drop out. I think that was the only fight I was never able to compete in. 
is that, that was why scheduled. You, is that why you're undefeated? I that would that would be great if I was undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> my my record doesn't define me, Dakota. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, I just make excuse. I'm undefeated. <laughs> oh yeah. O O and O. Oh, true. Good point. Um, what's your favorite movie? Hmm. Either the old Clue with uh, Tim Curry. That's a really fun one. Wow. Real old school. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That one. Um, I really like Thor Ragnarok. That's a great movie. And. The Lord of the Rings movies. Like all of them. All of them? Yeah, I mean, they're all really Even good. the Hobbits? Even the Hobbits. Just so, put all those together. Put them in a blender. They wow. already are. Yeah, those are those are good go-tos. There you go. You know, I've got a whole list of more questions to ask you, and most of them are, are more quirky. Uh, should we just move into some more questions for me, or would you like oh, to yeah. ask me some more here's, questions? Here's a couple community questions, okay. Dakota. Okay. This, this is going to tell us everything we need to know about you. In oh, one wow. question. This this was submitted by, by our good friend Alex Sexton. Okay. Artificial intelligence danger versus nuclear warheads. Which is more of a threat? More of a threat to me? I'd probably say nuclear warheads. Hmm. More of an actual threat, imminent. Imminent danger? Going to have, like, wake up tomorrow, it's going to be dangerous probably ai have you seen those videos on youtube where the people kicking those robots over and they stand back oh up? yeah super okay. creepy i have a couple things to say about that one why would you create a robot that can do that <laughs> and two stop being mean to it before it <laughs> starts being mean back what was that one off the incredibles where it's like it got so smart it started to wonder why it had to take orders oh man you know how true pixar yeah. pixar is ahead of its time no doubt all right, here's another one. Given $1 million, what would you do with it? Wow, okay. Number one, and this is going to be real biblical. Okay. I'm going to tithe. <laughs> All right. I'm going to write a big old fat check to the church. Uh, then I'm going to go on a shopping spree, man. Where would you go first? Uh, I would go online. <laughs> and I'd, I'd buy every dream instrument musical equipment I've ever wanted. Um, man, then I don't know what I'd do. The, the possibilities are limitless. I'd probably invest. Okay. And then just, I don't know, live in the woods the rest of my life <laughs> with my family. and Sure. Yeah. So you said you'd buy some instruments. Tell us about that because we know, um, I know you've been in, in music, yeah. things like that for quite a while. Sure. Uh, when did that start? Okay, it, it all started. <laughs> Uh, when I, when I moved to Montana, I was going in the fifth grade and, uh, at that time, uh, the public school system forces you to join, um, some sort of musical attribute, either singing, doing a woodwind band type instrument, mm. including percussion, whatever, uh, or, uh, stringed instrument. So I chose violin. Uh, it was reasonably priced and I figured it wouldn't be too loud to annoy my family wish i was wrong violin is can be very annoying when you're first learning but anyways that's where it all started um i've always loved music even since i was a baby my mom says like my favorite toys are always the musical ones and uh, i just kind of grew this passion through violin transferred into just me wanting to learn every instrument that i could i uh, went over to the piano started picking that up the bass eventually ended up with the guitar and that's been my passion ever since uh, i was a freshman in high school 
Very cool. So now you are the worship director at Journey. That's right. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a worship leader here uh, along with my wife, Abby. And uh, uh, with, through worship, I was just kind of thrown into that. That's a whole long story that I would love to explain to you guys on a later podcast. Uh, but it, it's been, it just grew into this passion of mine ever since. And I love learning new instruments. I love listening to music. It really does encompass my whole life uh, outside of Christianity and coinciding with my walk with Jesus too. So Zach, uh, based on those community questions, I remember one reading one uh, yesterday. What is your walk, your daily walk with Jesus? What does it look like? Give me a timeline. Definitely. So usually within the first five seconds of my day, I could tell you how my day is going to go. If I'm not like instantly praying or in some way acknowledging God, welcoming him into my morning, I know my day won't be quite what it could have been. Mm -hmm. So like, I know within like those first couple of seconds, so important. Now I'm not usually a person who's like always, you know, at nine o'clock this at 10 o'clock this, you know, um, cause my, my life doesn't really allow for that luxury. So, and my personality, I like, I like variety. You know, I like to switch things up. Like, you know, so it's tough for me to say if I'm reading my Bible to be in one book every day. Sure. So like, usually I'll read like one chapter in the Old Testament, one chapter in the New Testament, and usually a, um, a chapter in Acts. So say if that was my, my Bible reading time. Um, but I'll switch that up all the time along with other devotionals and other like prayer journals. So like, uh, but again, they, they switch every day, but at least at every day I spend like hopefully around an hour. Um, I've done like different challenges to where you like tithe your day to where you, you spend like yeah. two and a half hours a day mm-hmm. um, with God. And so, and again, that, that changes all the time, but I always try to prioritize time with God. Um, but usually my mornings set the tone. And then from there, uh, just continue to try and stay aware of, of God in my life, pray throughout the day and, and kind of just keep him, keep him and me together. You know what I mean? Rather than like go through the whole, whole day and be like, Oh, where was God? Um, and of course some days I totally fell on that, but, but my whole direction and mentality and mindset for every day is to glorify God. Mm -hmm. You know, if that's my, my center focus Everything else falls into place as it should, you know, and how do I glorify God? You know, you work backwards. I love to like reverse engineer. What's the goal? How do we get there? Mm -hmm. You know, and so if my whole purpose is to glorify God, I need to glorify God by knowing God. Yeah. I need to know God and make him known. And then you can keep working backwards. So it's imperative that I have something to share because I can't share what I don't have. Sure. So if I, if my goal is to make disciples, make Jesus known, I need to know God. Mm-hmm. So however that looks, depending upon what day it is, uh, I try to fill in the blanks and do my part in stewarding my time. So that's kind of my, my long about answer of how my day <laughs> with God looks. Sure. So, yeah. so you have these principles that you want to follow on a daily basis, Yeah. but there's no structured timeline except that the very first thing in the morning you need to make sure you do is have that mindset. Exactly. I love it. Um, what are you most excited about right now? What am I most excited about? Yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Same. First of all, I get a three-day weekend this weekend for Veterans Day. You don't have much time off, do you? Um, Last month I did, but 
here's why. It was a crazy month. I had two weddings, uh, my cousin's wedding and Luis's that we talked about on the last podcast. We were mm-hmm. both at. Those took up two weekends. And then I had to have a, my gallbladder removed. And oh. I was out of work for two weeks last month, which was terrible. So aside from that random month, generally I don't get a lot of time off work because I'm always doing something, you know, every day. Every day has something to, to do and get done, which is which is I kind of like it that way. Um, uh, I enjoy my time at home, uh, relaxing, but I need something to to focus on. I need to have something to do. Otherwise, I can kind of get in a rut, a really lazadaisical rut where that I'm not coming out of a cave for like a couple weeks, you know? Mm, definitely. Yeah. I know. So all that to say, I'm really excited about Thanksgiving. Okay. It is my favorite holiday. It is a four day weekend. I'm going to buy some new video games on black Friday. Mm, what are you looking to get? I'm looking to get some games on the switch. Nice. Okay. Uh, some party games, uh, for the holiday specifically, I want to get Mario party. Okay. Uh, I heard it wasn't that good, but I just want to, have fun with some some family members and play that. And then also I want to get Mario Odyssey <laughs> because that game does not look as fun as it does. But it, it, it's so fun and it reminds me of one of my childhood favorite games, which was Super Mario Sunshine. And Ooh. it's just you get to walk around, kind of do whatever you want with the game and uh, follow along these really quirky puzzles. And So at one of our Airbnbs, Dakota and I um, – so we had my Switch. I have – Mario Odyssey, and, like, one person can play as Mario, one person can play as Cappy, right, the hat. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, Dakota, you could be the hat. And so the way the controllers worked and the layout was, all of a sudden I was the hat. I was like, ah, oh. But it was so fun. It was probably more fun than being Mario. Oh, I, I had a great time. <laughs> but, like, we, we were dying laughing, and I feel sorry for Abby because she was in the other room, and Dakota and I just were losing it. Just, oh, man. Oh, we would have stayed up till like 4 a.m. playing. I don't that. think we would have gone to bed. Honestly. And so then Abby comes out. It's like, go to bed? <laughs> Do you know what time it is? So, anyhow, I see that you're going to get Mario on. Oh, no doubt. No. Okay, very cool. And I'm probably going to lose some sleep over that game. Yeah. It's so uh, fun. Time well spent. Oh, no doubt. So, Zach, what are you most excited about? You know, Thanksgiving sounds good. Yeah. But what I'm honestly most excited about is next week's podcast because oh. we are going to do part two of this interview. <laughs> and I was afraid we'd get too long because we were just warming up. We're ready to go. Oh, so for sure. we're going to extend this podcast into part A, part B. Uh, so part two will be coming up next week uh, just for time's sake because what we want to do is keep this podcast relatively short uh, because we know we want to respect people's time. Um, and we know it's, it's kind of a dedication to, to, and like, you know, if you're commuting and stuff, it works yeah. out, but I know it's a lot of time to listen to a podcast that's over 45 minutes long. Yep. Um, our goal is right in the 30, 45 minutes, just to keep that mm-hmm. uh, respectful to the community. And so anyhow, we're going to continue our interviews next week. We'll just kind of get right into it, you know, so then we have plenty of time, yeah. uh, to, to converse and get to know each other and have the community get to know us. I already know you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Dakota, uh, thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, one segment that I wanted to introduce was the banana split. <laughs> so the banana split is a submission that's kind of rare. Uh, you've seen it in UFC, um, 
recently, but it's like this weird thing where you're like basically making the other person do the straddles oh, with their legs. Does not sound fun. Yeah, yeah. So I've never pulled it off. I I've seen it. I've never tried it. Has someone ever done that to you? No, they never would. I dare you to work that in somehow in the next month. Okay, challenge accepted. <laughs> But the banana split, so what we wanted this to, to be is kind of a community-involved, uh, embarrassing story. Yeah. So something, it, it could be martial arts-related. You know, maybe you walked out, forgot your mouth guard and your left glove. Maybe you forgot your underwear when you put your gi on. Ooh, oh, man, that'd be rough. That would be terrible. <laughs> um, you know, something like that, or something just different, whatever, anything. Uh, ministry-related, non-ministry-related, work-related, house-related, whatever. Just some sort of fun, embarrassing story that would fit into this banana split uh, uh, segment. Yeah. So, banana split, tflministries.com forward slash podcast, submit your banana split. <laughs> and his name is John C. Uh, Dakota, best walkout song. Last week you had that dope... Gavi remix yeah. of Jesus is Lord or Jesus what was it? Yeah, Jesus is Jesus is Lord. Or is, it, or is it just Jesus is? No, Jesus is Lord. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyhow, Jesus is Lord. So this week I am taking on the task of best walkout song. Now, at first when I told you what I was picking, you kind of laughed at me. It sounds like a joke, okay. honestly. Well, if you know Vanderlei Silva, you know it's not a joke. No, okay. This is going to sound like a terrible question. Is he related to Anderson Silva? I don't believe so. Okay. And that's not a terrible is question. Is it a common name? Yeah, it's a pretty common Brazilian last okay. name. Sil- okay. Silva's very popular. Like, like Anderson. I was just going to say, just like Anderson. <laughs> you know, just like Smith. I don't know. Sure. If you're in Butte, Mick anything. McIntyre. McIntyre. Look at the mayor. <laughs> Go look at the mayor. Yeet. McDonald's. Oh, yeah. That's a popular last name. <laughs> Black name? <laughs> Anyhow, so the song, uh, the the hype song, keeping in the, the vein of hypeness, is Sandstorm. Uh, who's the artist? You knew him right off the top of your head. Darude. Darude. But dude, it just threw the roof. So if you if if you think that's a bad one, go look up uh, Vanderlei Silva Walkout on YouTube. And we'll put a link to that. Yeah, we'll put a link to that too. as well. Uh, hype, hype through the roof. Bro. I couldn't believe how crazy the crowd went. Yeah, yeah. For that, su- it's a, it's like the John Cena theme. It's a, <laughs> it's a meme. But it was he made it cool before it was cool. Okay, you know it that was, makes sense. Yeah, and 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 the way that Vanderlei Silva fights or fought, um, I believe he's retired now. I'm not exactly sure. He was getting pretty old. He's been in the game for a long time. Sure. But he would just wreck people. Wow. He probably could have picked yeah. the Care Bears theme song. People would have went crazy. And when you look into it, you got to look into it. Look oh, into it. I'm when you look into, into it. it. This week for the best book of the week, I'm going to go with one of my favorite books that I actually got as a Christmas present last year called Be Humble, Stay Hungry, and Always Hustle. It is by Brad Lominick, and it is a book about leadership that really stretched how I thought about certain Um, ideals and characteristics that a leader should have. Now, this is not a book that you can sit down and read in one sitting. I am already not that person that can do that. But 
I was going like a page a day. There's so much information and and the, the wording that he chooses is strategically made to get you to think about how to be a good leader. And it really challenged different characteristics that you have as a leader. So it's called H3, Be Humble, Stay Hungry, Always Hustle. And it's a great book. You can find it on, on just about every platform. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, brother. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next week with part two of our interviews. We'll get right into it. Spitfire. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you. <laughs>